nestled high in the Rocky Mountains and broadcasting from the pineapple to the Big Apple. As sure as the north wind blows and the south sea flows, the Conspiriati Show begins now. Welcome to the Conspirati Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Edwards, with his co-host, also in the Rocky Mountains, but remotely, James Connor. Um, we're here today on the Conspirati Podcast to talk about all things conspiracy, Illuminati, the elites that are running the world, uh, aliens, paranormal, any other weird shit that happens to be out in the universe today that is controlling uh, what we see, what we do, and what we hear. Um, today's podcast specifically will be about uh, the coronavirus it's in the news today. A lot of conspiracies as far as where did it come from, how did it get released, and what is really happening in China. So, James, you've done a lot of research. You've expanded your mind around the coronavirus. You've seen it from all angles. What actually is the coronavirus and, and where are we at kind of today? What are the straight facts as we know from the reliable sources? Well, now, it, it, by research, you mean I smoked a bunch of pot and clicked on about 10 or 20 websites? Then absolutely, that's, that's pretty much precisely what I did. Uh, but looking at this big whole mess, um, I don't know about anybody else out there, but it, this one kind of kicked me up into quite the... Uh, quite the fervor of uh oh no i need to buy bottled water and uh shotgun shells canned food i was ready to go um just shells or did you buy a shotgun too? well i'm getting to that part but have you ever seen the prices of a shotgun it's not cheap i mean the shells are really economical i bought a whole fucking box of them but uh yeah that gotta, gotta save up so i'm hoping hoping we got about another two to three pay periods until the virus hits here i'll be good to go but um, kind of looking at this, uh, I, I generally don't don't fall for the we're all going to die narrative the news likes to give us um, SARS, H1N1, MERS, all of that. Um, I heard about them, looked at the news. The news promptly told me we're all going to die. And I, whew, oh, thank God. All right. It's nothing. The news is telling us we're all going to die. Um, but with coronavirus, it was a bit weird um, because they went with that, that playbook right off the top. It was, we're all going to die. And then all of a sudden it stopped and kind of, as the numbers kept going up, they really pivoted and went to the nothing to see here folks. And once that happened is when I got a little bit concerned and started looking into it more and, uh, found all sorts of fun stuff. Do you find it odd that China was the one no one to see here? It's kind of their MO. Well, you know, and that's in general, that, that, that's the crux of the matter, Josh. It's that I just don't fucking know. And if something like this is happening in, I don't know, Mongolia, at least I could believe what I was being told because I think this whole thing is on a spectrum. That spectrum consisting of what the official Chinese narrative is and what the fuck you see on Twitter. Somewhere in between there is the truth. And I'd always been under the impression that the Chinese were exceptionally good at arithmetic. 
turns out looking at these numbers that they're putting out, I don't think they're that good at it. Cause uh, from what we know well, from a fact, long division, you have to go down a whole path of, of well, and it, start with one it's the transient properties of it. Really? You forget to carry that too. And your official tally of 78,657 people infected could actually be 78 million infected. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of uh, what, what I've been looking at on it. And as it stands today, February 22nd, there, the official New York times kind of uh infection numbers are 78,733 confirmed cases worldwide with uh, 2,461 fatalities. So if you ask Twitter, the world's on fire and we've got about six hours left. And Twitter, of course, being the most reliable of sources generally speaking i mean uh, that's where i get my i try to get my news for really everything and plus if i ever need a quick pick me up i can always look at a picture of a cat with bread on its face yeah and that's something that's interesting so we got about 2400 people that have died so it's about what three percent of the entire world's population but Interesting that China today, what, added 23,000 confirmed cases um, to the count? Well, and, and see, here's the thing. I mean, to kind of look at this, like, holistically, um, like, I, 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 again, like, I miss the days of making a murder when everybody you ran into became an instant expert on the criminal justice system, forensics, uh, criminal defense, you name it. This one is turning everybody I know, at least, into junior epidemiologists, and it's really getting kind of painful because I am a moron. So even though I'm a skeptical moron, which is really the only reason I think I've made it to, to the age that I have, um, I don't know, I have a tendency to, I don't maybe maybe they are right. But uh, I started having to do my own research on this, and, and I kind of stripped it down and went to, to brass tacks. What the fuck is a virus? We've all got them. I've got some on my computer. Those are more of the sexually transmitted type of viruses. Based on my filthy, my filthy, filthy viewing habits. But um, so you start looking at this stuff and uh, you really kind of realize what a bunch of fucking apes we are as a species. Because there's a big debate in the scientific community as to whether or not a virus is a living thing or not. They can't even agree on that. Um, and effectively kind of what I, what I've been able to find on this is, uh, yeah, no one knows the origin. No one can really agree on whether or not a virus is a living thing or not. There's a bunch of theories as to where and why and how it came from. Uh, one of the ones that, uh, that I, I kind of liked was the, uh, basically viruses are just, uh, former bits of, of genetic material just kind of floating out there. Um, that's kind of why certain ones fit with certain types of cells and affect, you know, different parts of the, the human body and X, Y, and Z. Um, but yeah, they're, they're hateful living or non-living bastards. They really, really do suck. Um, they are so hardcore that, you know, every living thing on this, this rock can get and be affected by a virus. 
bacteria can get and be affected by a virus. I mean, I suppose you could probably give it antibiotics, but I don't know. Maybe that's more of the uh, the sweeping clear, you know, the, the, the divine win for the bacteria. But um, yeah, there's really two types of viruses out there. There's some that can be DNA or RNA. They got to pick one of them. That's that. Um, and then even looking more at it, it, it's kind of what viruses do as they move along. So effectively, this is just this floating piece of junk out there. And its only job is to make more floating pieces of junk, but it cannot do that by itself. Right. And that's really kind of the demark point between a living organism and a non-living organism is, uh, it, it can't, it can't reproduce by itself. Right. Even though every time I've caught in a virus, I have told it to go fuck itself. It doesn't do that. It continues to fuck me. Well, the good news is, you know, speaking of fucking, um, there is already coronavirus pouring up on Pornhub. I just checked because I want to know if that's how you get your virus. Um, it didn't take long, but it's already there. So if anyone is listening that would like to view apparently the way to solve that porn helps a place to go and that really that 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 recommendation kind of scales to everything not just viruses i mean if you if you i don't know need to figure out how to change the light bulb in your grand cherokee you could probably find that on Pornhub. of course they'll be fucking in the grand cherokee and then get to the part about how you change your life but that's neither here nor there i digress <laughs> um yeah, so looking at this thing, though, like I said, I don't know about you, Josh, but it really just kind of worked me up into this frenzy because I, I, so many times I'd seen that playbook of the just don't panic or we're all going to die. But then you start blending those two narratives together, and I'm watching the numbers go up and up and up and up. I don't like yeah, it. I'm, I certainly don't like it. I'm personally less concerned the numbers going up versus where it actually came from, right? Um, there's a biologics lab right there in Wuhan, which I think I'm pronouncing it correctly, um, that just happens to be there. Um, you know, this virus also, if I'm recalling from our, our facts section, um, seems to be more lethal, more contagious to Asian folks. Um, and as of right now, I think lethality-wise, I think it's twice as deadly towards uh, Asian men, not Asian men, sorry, but men in general versus women. Um, and I'm just kind of curious where a virus like that would come from. We've heard about bats being a source, which would be an interesting vector, right? Because not like anything else that we would eat or be in a lot of contact with unless someone's got a artisanal bat store in, in China that I'm not aware of. Now, see, that's, I don't know. Clearly, I'd advise you to stay away from Twitter because you can go on Twitter and you look at that market. There are people, and, and fuck, man, I don't know if it's real. That's, the, that's again, the biggest issue. I have too much information coming at me on this damn thing, and I don't know if any of that information is true. But you can look at people literally eating bat soup where there's a big ass bowl of soup and a bat that looks like it's hanging out in a goddamn jacuzzi. So 
that's based on that market that is what 800 yards away or something absurd like yeah, that i mean it's it's possible it just seems like an odd thing to make the jump you know from bat to man man bat and if so i want to turn into batman uh, maybe that is the end state if you don't die maybe it's kind of like one of those you know things like dune right um you drink the truth sayer stuff and you end up on the other side magical powers maybe this turns you into into batman well how many goddamn zombie movies or vampire movies or how many movies start this way that, i mean that that's that's what i'm saying again being an idiot and getting these little pieces of information but watching a bunch of those types of movies and shows and that whole genre i'm like fuck i know how this works and then i'm sitting here torn as to whether or not like I basically okay, okay. So take this into worst case scenario: the world catches on fire, global economy crash, we're rolling through a post-apocalyptic hellscape. I have enough supplies to make the last six months of my life exceptionally miserable. I'd rather get it on the front end. I'm just trying to be pragmatic about it. But I mean, back to your statistics, real quick. Like the thing that I find to be about as consistent as gravity when they say that it's, it's affecting Asians and killing Asians much more. Well, there's a lot more Asians in China. That's where I'm going to go ahead and hang my hat on that. Cause when it comes to conspiracies or, or really kind of anything, I, I, I try to use Occam's razor, simplest answer, generally, generally the best. Um, but then you start looking down the numbers of uh, the lethality of it. There's a lot that plays into it. There's so many different variables. I mean, for one thing, if you look at the uh, the rate of, absolutely right, it, it's killing way more men than women. But of those men, they all smoke. They smoke their faces off constantly. Women smoke uh, what, orders of magnitude less than, than men do in China. It's like 80% of all men smoke and like 10% of women smoke. So if you're going into the fight of your life with shitbag lungs. True. That's, that's it's an interesting vector, though, you know, as well, if you're thinking about, <clears throat> you know, if it escaped from a lab, could it be targeted towards China's traditional enemies, which are Japan, Korea, except for North, you know, they're kind of buddies there. Um, you also have Hong Kong. We don't hear much about the protests today. Uh, not that China was planning to release it, but could have been a tailored biological weapon. You know, because you're, you're looking at those bats, right? And it's like, oh, the bats is a nice, easy, racist way to go. Like those Chinese folks eating those bats, you know, gross. Versus using Occam's razor, what's right down the street? A lab with viruses, bacterias other biologics that could be being used for good or ill. Um. Well, here's a fun fact about Occam's razor. It, it really works well for cutting yeah. bat wings up. I mean, so I'm told you want to cut them across the grain though, not against the grain. Yeah. And, and it, I mean, it does depend on it. a flying Fox. You could use Hanlon's razor, which Really is what I think is happening here, because I don't think there's a lot of people that are going to argue that this thing. I mean, of course. So I think at this point in this stage of the game, the official narrative 
is um, it came came. I've heard a couple things. I've heard that it went into that market before it came out of that market. So kind of draw your own conclusions there. Uh, yeah, and the chicken crossing eggs to murder humanity type of thing. But I mean, if I had a nickel, I, that old trope, you know, that's right up there with the hero's journey, you know, it's the murderous chicken. Um, but the, when we see diseases like this, like everybody's grabbing at straws. And I think that's part of the reason why I always kind of lean toward conspiracy on a lot of stuff. Cause I think it just gives me some semblance of, I don't know, some warm fuzzy feeling to think, okay, God damn it. At least somebody knows what the fuck is going on. At least somebody is pulling strings as opposed to just, ah, we're a bunch of idiots. We're a bunch of monkeys on a rock. Well, zooming through the cosmos. But there's this, the, the latest thing that I heard was, um, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to butcher this, um, whatever the fuck the name of this monster is, uh, pangolins, pangolins, uh, there's, yeah, it, it, it definitely harkens back to that. Now I want you to, I, I want you and, and, and the four listeners we're going to have on this to kind of conceptualize in your mind what it would look like if a wallaby an armadillo and a raccoon had a wild night in Tijuana. Everybody woke up the next day, couldn't make eye contact, kind of fucked off and continued living their lives. Nine months later, Wallaby goes into labor. And this is the thing that it shits out. This pangolin is a fucking monster in objectively kind of a cute way. It, it literally looks like a, a snake raccoon. That's probably the only way I could describe it. And uh, here's the the official, I'm going to speak to the prophet wiki here, uh, pangolins or scaly anteaters are mammals of, can't pronounce that word, wow, uh, it's polodia, Greek word, meaning horny scale, back to Tijuana. Um, yeah, take a look at these things because uh, I've never seen anything like it. Like if, if I, if I didn't know they roll into a ball and then they roll like Sonic the Hedgehog, it, yes, this thing looks like a Petri dish. And that's also how SARS started was, uh, something similar. If, and, and don't quote me, but it might've been the same, uh, the same animal. They're endangered because they keep, I don't know. I'm not sure since Tijuana, buggers. Kind of, uh, donkey. Yeah. It's a logistical nightmare to get there from China too. That's a good point. Um, but that's that's how uh, the SARS epidemic happened. Like this guy's out there plowing his fields. One of these things kind of walks by, gives him a dirty look, and all of a sudden, thousands of people die. Um, but yeah, so when you look at kind of the – what do we know, right? So, I mean, that's conjecture, but what do we know? We know that this thing originated in – Wuhan, right? And that's that's pretty much the accepted narrative. And I'm going to use that term a lot, accepted narrative, because I I firmly believe nobody knows what the fuck is going on. Um, and what does Wuhan happen to have? Well, it has a couple things. It has has a TGI Fridays, which is actually a really good one. Their 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 bat wings are fantastic, and it also has a level four virus containment center. 
research lab, I guess. Bio safety level four, which is like the highest. I don't know. Like think of that gas from The Rock, right? Sean Connery, Nick Cage. Wherever the fuck they kept that stuff, that that's the level that they have. The Rock. Um, I did. What do you know about that, that one, Josh? For the WWE version of The Rock. It is. Um, the eyebrow is pretty charming. Yeah, I've I've done some reading around around that, and it, it's kind of a tough. It's tough to see because you do see a lot of stories, even from the New York Post about China not maybe being on the the up and up right of of where this came from you know to your point because it just has that level four microbiology lab um, that is specifically designed to to handle coronaviruses so could someone have accidentally you know wandered out after a late night? and just have to take a little bit of Corona with him. Um, was there, you know, uh, an incident at the lab? I don't know that anyone has gone to the lab to kind of s- to see what's, what's up. Um, would I want to go? Uh, I don't know. Would you want to go? I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that, that it, it is. But the one thing I read, I don't know if you see this, is that like it's um, there are well rumors or facts, depending on who you're you're listening to. That um, some of the researchers there, rather than cremating the animals right after they've, some people will say tortured or experimented on them, um, to create say a virus like this, see how it reacts, see how long it takes for it to kill the host. Um, usually you cremate uh, those animals to, to ensure that, yeah, that nothing happens. You know, it also ends up being way to get rid of kind of like Return of the Living Dead, if you've ever seen that 90, 80s version of that, uh, when they burned all the dead in the crematorium ring, whatever. Um, but, so... But Josh, let me ask you, what if I'm trying to run a level four bio lab and I'm on well, a that's budget? Where it is. How can I squeeze some extra money out of that? You know, I don't want to accuse the Chinese of doing anything underhanded. They may have allegedly. Xi Jinping, looking at you. From, you know, some uh, bat wings. They're used for soup by take by taking those animals down to the old roast market. That's what. We say you know, eight hundred yards away, and uh, you know, offering them up as as a delicacy. <laughs> so the question would be: Is hmm, you've now just served people um, coronavirus infested soup, um, which adds an interesting flavor to it, but also has some pretty bad you know, side I, effects I, beyond Montezuma's revenge. I mean, I've heard of people making a good living stealing printer toner from the office and slinging that shit on the side. So don't knock the side hustle. And as funny of a notion as that is, uh, I'm picturing some like researcher wearing a trench coat, like popped up collar, creeping down to the market, like opening the trench coat. 
you want you want you want to buy some pangos, man? I don't know why I'm doing a Cuban accent, but I'm gonna continue to. Yeah, yeah, they're fresh, man. Well, that one looks like it's a little bit sick. I don't know if I want to buy. Yeah, he's dead, right. man. There's what does it matter to you? Put him as a soup. One researcher. I don't know if it's from there. I think I want to say it was Beijing that had sold his monkeys um, to a live animal market. About a million dollars. Million dollars. Were these monkeys relegated to the uh, past tense, or are they living monkeys? On the live animal market, so what those people did with those monkeys, if it was an Indiana Jones monkey brain, yeah, oh. it could have been that. Yeah, people might take them oh, home. Some Temple of Doom shit, huh? Fun pets that will eventually eat your face. Whatever it had to be, never underestimate the ability to get a couple hmm. of bucks. I got You know, and again, I look at that as a notion. Like I said, that's fucking the idea of that is hysterical to me. I would put that at a pretty far fetched possibility. I mean, kind of looking at this objectively, like, I don't know, we like to think we're pretty smart, but we're we're not. And we fuck up constantly. So what's to say? Oh, God damn it. On my first day. Fuck it. I got to scoop this up. Nobody can know this. And it's not like you have a lot of get out of jail free cards in China. You know, it's kind of roll it back a little bit. Like, and I don't want this to sound just like bagging on Chinese. Like I have my deepest, the population over there has my deepest sympathies, right? Even looking at that market as it stands, they're used to eating weird shit. And what, you know, obviously we, this this country runs on fucking cows. They're sacred in another country, right? So the hypocrisy of eating something that I find disgusting to somebody else that's delicious, I, I understand that. But from what I understand, they're used to eating anything they could get their hands on because these guys are coming out of, you know, the time of Mao. And, you know, communism has not exactly been good to them. So any port in a storm type of situation, I think, is what they're after. But when you look at that the whole area and the population as it stands and back to even even like i said joking that you don't get a lot of a lot of out of get out of jail free cards there um xi Jinping has laid out his plan for the chinese people it's pretty pretty hardcore and it states that yeah okay your generation yeah you guys are gonna have to eat weird fucking armadillo raccoons but your grandkids are going to be doing great. And again, having never been there, but from what I understand, a lot of the population is like all in on this. Like, yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. You know? So who knows? No. And I think that's, that's true. I mean, chances of it being an animal market issues is kind of, kind of low, but you know, if you go back to the 2017 uh, nature.com story, uh, which was originally looking at the lab, they were studying things such as a um, BSL-4, which is the contamination that they have there, which is filtering and treating water and waste before they even leave the, the lab. So it's designed to hold anything that could get out, out or in, sorry, not out, unless you, you know, were infected and and walked out. I know one of the things that they were setting first, right, was clock out. 
a, a, a pathogen, I believe, that uh, caused a Crimean Congo hemorrhagic hemorrhagic fever. I think I got that right. Um, which is uh, tick-borne, right? That uh, affects a lot of animals in the northwest uh, section of China. However, that particular pathogen can jump to people. So. Well, and that's everything mutates and changes and, and this, that, and then that's kind of the whole point, like of the, of how viruses work. It's, it's like they're starting from evolutionarily speaking, scratch and, oh, this works. And, and they don't, again, like looking at a virus, it's, it's very odd because if your sole purpose and let's be real here, human sole purpose and every living thing's sole purpose um, is to make more of that thing. Right. But if you kill your host and your lethality is through the roof, is, is natural selection going to reward you? Kind of really makes you keep killing your host, you know, <clears throat> you know, hey, yeah, you know, I've, I've got 78%. It, I think I've whacked out a, a slow kill. Which you know, at at three percent, mm, slow play uh, mortality on on this particular virus. Uh, you know, it's infecting more people than it's killing. Uh, it's taking its time. It's taking the lay of the land before you know killing anyone. So, I think that would be a concern, right? It's not going to burn itself out quickly. Uh, it doesn't appear to. I know when we see like the. The deaths, right? China added 97 folks to the death toll. I think if you can correct me if I'm wrong on that, I think when they added 23,000 confirmed cases as of technically yesterday, probably about 10 o'clock Eastern, um, which would be the 22nd of February for those listening. Um, it's, it's not, it's not burning through the population. So. That we know of, but again, you look at Twitter, there's videos, not just one, multiple videos of like guys in hazmat suits and SKSs strolling down the street, right? And you got to remember the population of Wuhan is 11 million people. Absolutely. That's a fuck ton of people. And that's, I think, a big thing when we look at, you know, uh, I was chatting with somebody like, why, why, why are all these things always starting in China? Population density. I, I, air well, quality is just probably throw, playing a part in the lethality hey, of it. What about um, what about India? They don't start in India, and you have like Delhi that's got a population of what? Um, yeah, a lot. And you're talking about probably far a more lot. unsanitary than um, than China. New Delhi's got. 22 million people as of 2011. We'll see. I, again, I think playing population density on it is um, is a big part of it. But when you look at India, I think the reason you don't see as much of that there, you see, what do you see a lot of in India? You know, cholera, bacterial infections, right? Um, viruses don't do too well in the heat, right? China, it's winter there. All these things always start in the winter. Like it's, it's cold. Um, 
so as far as a point of origin goes, I mean, if this thing got into India and it could just light the whole town on fire, who knows? But I think uh, temperature has a lot to do with it because we have a cold and flu season because viruses don't like heat, hence burning of, of the monkey, right? As opposed to selling of the monkey to be That's too long. 30 minutes at 425, I think. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the, the, the trick is you want to really singe it on the outside, right? Get all that bacterial shit, uh, viral shit cooking. <laughs> um, but, you know, back to the, the bioweapon thing. That's something that kind of that kind of caught me. So for us to sit here, you know, I, I love how high and mighty Americans get. Like, I, I always make a point to try to point out my own hypocrisies, of which there are many. But for us to sit here and think that, uh, oh, goddamn Chinese and their fucking bioweapon. No, 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 no. We're doing the exact goddamn, the exact same thing. And I, I, I would have a hard time believing otherwise, even if it's done under the guise of, well, they're doing it. We got to, we got to have ours. So those, that's going on in, in the States for sure. Where it's also going on though, Josh, Canada. That's right. Our uh, our friendly neighbors to the north, America's hat, the home of making some viruses. Water. I don't think there's anything there. Mm. Oh, it's great. I don't know what French that is. I think you're making up. Gravy with cheese curds. <clears throat> well, yeah. Clearly, you've Not never tried pan-seared monkey. Okay. <laughs> Fucking Canadians. So. I want to talk about something in Canada. So it's, uh, it's, uh, it's interesting. There is uh, just so. Yeah. Well, and they can also make viruses there. And then if you get sick with the virus there, you can go to the doctor and they don't charge you for it. Right. Maybe this whole thing is a whole big, uh, big attack against uh, single payer healthcare, which is a good idea. Well, you see, everybody got coronavirus, huh? You couldn't choose your doctor. Maybe. So you died. Maybe. Um, there was a lab up there, though. And this, uh, it, it, again, looking at conspiracies and, and kind of how everything works, it, it's, I get it, but there's a lot of stuff here that kind of really, when you start adding it up, doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, I'm looking at the name of it now. So there was a lab, a level four containment lab in Canada. And uh, this guy, Frank Plummer, probably the worst national microbiologist name I've ever heard. National Microbiology Laboratory in Winnipeg, right? Right. Exactly. Uh, And... uh, so they worked with you know the H1N1 pandemic, SARS, all that. Uh, did a lot with Ebola, um, a lot of stuff out of that lab, and uh, kind of got into a bit of hot water recently, didn't it? I think it was August. So it turns out that they were working with. Um, let's see, scandal. How do I spell that? Don't give me poor man. I miss the days when you could uh, Google something and not. Pretty much spelling and Chinese virus. Here it is. So this is as of July 2019, <clears throat> a rare event 
occurred in Canada. They cursed at somebody. Sorry, right after. (laughs) Um, So, yep, they immediately apologized, offered them their complimentary bottle of maple syrup, and sent them on their way. Um, Okay, July 2019, a rare event occurred in Canada. Suspected of espionage for China, a group of Chinese virologists were forcibly evicted from the Canadian National Microbiology Laboratory in Winnipeg, where they had been running parts of a special pathogen program of Canada's public health agency. One of the procedures conducted by the team was the infection of monkeys with the most lethal viruses found on Earth. Four months prior to the Chinese team's eviction, a shipment containing two exceptionally virulent viruses, Ebola, and I can't even pronounce the second one, was sent from the NML to China, where the shipment was traced. It was held to be improper and a, quote, possible policy breach. I got to get with Carl in in the rules because I don't know if sending level four containment viruses to another country is against the rules. I, I got to check. What the ever-loving fuck is that? That would be interesting. Um, and if I recall correctly for that one, that was a doctor, her husband, and I don't think they, they said, but a number of students, which also happened from China. And it also happened to be, uh, one of them was lieutenant They're in the uh, PLA. That's the People's Liberation Canada Army. From the uh, grips of, of the China. monarchy. Uh, well, or liberate them from the mortal coil as they unleash a virus set to set the world on fire. Who knows? Um, but anyways, this guy, Frank Plummer, ran that lab, mind you, right? Um, very illustrious career. And uh, unfortunately, as of February 4th, he died suddenly. What would you expect? Would In Kenya. In Kenya, besides lion attacks, hyena attacks, stomped to death by a elephant. I mean, stray AK round. These things happen. <laughs> um I don't know. I look at this guy and like, okay, that's weird, right? We've got this massive outbreak in Wuhan, which is where they were sending those viruses to from Canada to Wuhan. Um, This guy, Frank Plummer, who was the head of that lab during the time that this happened, dies suddenly in Kenya. Now, in all fairness, this guy's 67 years old and a complete booze bag, right? He's such an alcoholic that he decides to be the first fucking person to go through a brain implant, not making that up, to end his alcoholism. Which uh, deep brain stimulation. Horrible. If it sounds like someone's sticking their finger directly into your brain, just kind of like, you know, yeah. giving it the, the come hither. Right. I mean, I've seen Johnny Mnemonic like 19 times, so I think it's something along those lines. But uh, yeah, according to uh, his own Wikipedia page, Dr. Plummer was working to develop an HIV vaccine at the time of his death and was believed to be the first recipient in North America to receive DBS, deep brain stimulation, to treat 
alcohol so, use disorder in an experimental trial. Now, my brain instantly says, you exploded oh, it. you put this chip in his head. And But I will say, though, my understanding running is man. the last couple Come on. days of his life, he was meeting with sex workers in Kenya. Is there a possibility that he went either a little David Carradine, perhaps a little NXS, and things just got a little out of hand? You know, he was meeting with sex workers because he was a uh, an HIV expert. And if there's one place... You're pretty much guaranteed no, to find I, some HIV. It's a sex worker in I, Kenya. I just don't think we've seen anything of this. How he died has just been. Um, he died a happy man, which, you know, if you are a fan of autoerotic <laughs> asphyxiation or just regular asphyxiation, you're probably enjoying yourself while you're being perhaps murdered um, by untoward forces. You know, I look at it all, and it, it says here, you know, on the BBC.com. Yeah, I'm trying he to was, cast dispersions uh, about this person. I'm not saying he enjoyed quote, scientific being strangled, but he might have been exploded. I don't want to, I don't want to sully the man's reputation. HIV seven. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm looking at his picture. I'm perfectly fine with it. Whatever great things this man did for humanity. He looks like a jagoff, and the fact that I maybe three percent sure he was a part of this is enough for me to completely trash this man. Okay, having never met him, mind you. Um, but it says right here he was a scientific maverick whose research had a profound impact on global health. Also uh, recognized for the leadership roles in the SARS H1N1 flu and Ebola pandemics. He had recently spoken publicly about undergoing a brain experimental brain surgery to treat alcoholism. The researcher died while in Kenya to celebrate his 40th, to celebrate the 40th anniversary of research collaboration between University of Manitoba huh. and University well, of Nairobi. Reportedly, a heart, heart attack, attack is an easy thing to have happen unintentionally. <clears throat> I don't know, man. Look at this guy, Josh. He looks like he, the, the guy that the Bond villain does. gets to I'm make just, the virus. I would be <laughs> curious. I mean, fucking part. From a, I wonder, did he have anything to do with it versus he didn't do any background checks on these uh, Chinese researchers that came over, right? Because that's a possibility, right? You know, don't do enough background to know that someone coming over happens to be in the PLA. You have China with um, a growing interest in bioscience, right? They're, they seem to be okay with gene editing babies. Um, you know, eugenics seems to be a-okay right now there. And is it a possibility that you know, he was just the guy that didn't do enough to to check stuff, and he just happens to be being thrown into it. Well, I mean, again, but see, China has really infiltrated 
and this isn't crazy conspiracy. Like this shit is is pretty well known. They they've infiltrated a lot of shit. I mean, again, there's this lab where the the fucking goddamn PLA lieutenants are, you know, walking out of there with vials full of bleed from your eyeballs disease. Um, but even take you know Harvard, the most iconic well, American institution, right? mind, where our greatest great minds spot. go. A little bit of column yeah, A, a uh, lot of column A. A little bit of column A. A little bit of column A. Let folks but, decide uh, which column A. <laughs> the Charles Lieber, and I might be mispronouncing that last name, but not, fuck this so. guy. Um, are you familiar with him? Here's a fun fact. Charles Lieber, he was the... Uh, Chief nanoscientist for Harvard, right? Now, that's got to be a pretty tough gig yeah. to get. I can only imagine that's hard to get. Pioneer in the field of nanoscience and nanotechnology, right? This guy was just arrested for working with the Chinese in Wuhan. And if you look at this guy, he also looks like the guy that Von Bailen gets to make the virus. And this shit just happened on the 28th. I, I want to say the, the 28th Was of he a, uh, a January. Club member by chance? I, I believe he was. Well, uh, I know he's masturbated in at least Before two glass coffins. Uh, well, once before to prove he was down, and then the other time was just kind of a celebratory jerk. Part of any secret societies, you know. I don't doubt it, man. You look at the porcelain club, the skull and bones. Like I've, we're we're going balls deep on those. Um, that's just. I mean, come on. Anybody, no matter how straight laced, non conspiratorially minded you think somebody is, if if you lay out what the fuck that is, you're like, huh, huh, oh, they, oh, okay, that's a bit weird. Um, but yeah, so let's see here. Uh, the DOJ uh, in January, no, no, where is it? On January 20, 28th, 2020, Lever was charged with two federal counts of making materially false, fictitious, fraudulent statements about his links to a Chinese university in Wuhan. According to the Department of Justice charging document, there are two counts of an alleged crime committed by Lieber. First, during an interview by the DOD in April 2019, legal shit, legal shit, Lieber said that he, quote, he was never asked to participate in the Thousand Talents program. And the Thousand Talents program is a uh, state sponsored by China um, to basically infiltrate all our universities across uh, the world effectively. And they, they, what they do, cause it's a smart play too. The, these, these guys don't get paid shit, right. Based on what they do, you know? Um, so all of a sudden China's got some deep ass pockets and they come along and they're like, Hey, yeah, well, you know, we're going to give a hundred thousand dollars and X, Y, and Z and they, they buy their way in. Um, so I'd encourage all, all the listeners out there, like just read about the, the thousand talents program. It's, it's pretty crazy shit. And then that's part of me. Like 
when I look at what China's play has been, I'm like, oh God, damn, you gotta, you gotta respect that. Like that's a devious Bond villain that shit. It's odd. That was a hard one to wrap your mind around. And all this stuff happening within like the uh, within what two weeks on either side of this thing breaking out of there. So, I mean, how much of a stretch is it to think that, okay, I mean, if I had to really kind of break it down, they were working on something in Wuhan, some, somebody, because a bioweapon, like you can't drop a nuke on somebody anymore. Drop a couple Forget about that, you know? Civilization, actually, I should say. I, um, yeah, well, you know, I can't help but go down that tree of evolution. It just goes faster. Yeah, but you see, you did that when you were the only one with nukes. Everybody's got nukes now, so we're not dropping nukes. But not to mention, okay, say say you well, want to drop a nuke on Seattle. It's a it, lovely it city. Looks very pretty, but before having or the nuke, the people could stand to be nuked. Well, they weren't. At they least were better than I will say that. Um, yeah, yeah, the whole thing was kind of downhill from there, man. He just died, uh, what, yesterday was either the 15th anniversary of his death. And that would be another anniversary. episode. No, I think it would have been his birthday. It would have been 54 yesterday. Did Courtney do it? Probably. <clears throat> we get into that. <laughs> I don't know. Have you... Uh, oh, yeah. You've listened to Courtney Love and, and like, seen her, right? I, I don't... I. I, I don't I don't think a mouthful of shotgun is a bad alternative. <laughs> um, and then also, it's we can get into it later. I think it's a whole conversation. That's a whole another hour and a half of craziness around that. Yeah, well, yeah, a lot of money. Yeah, there's a lot of money. There's a lot of reasons. But what I maybe be willing to do to keep some of that money and keep those. Those checks coming in, um, you know. Did Yoko hire the, you know, hire out Lenin's death? Maybe she did repeatedly. That day, I mean, she could have just sang for him. Gun and a couple bullets. Probably. She's like, I don't get it. I've sang. Nine hours he listened to me. Whoa. I don't know. He's still alive. I don't get it. Because the man was a treasure. That's why. Okay. Could be foiled by you. You needed a fat guy with little pervert glasses and a revolver. Allegedly. Um, I don't know. Look at the whole thing, though. Like, it just seems to me that uh, because so if you are going to make a weapon, right? Well, you've got to have a vaccine. Not your own crowd, but the way you have to get that is first off, you got to make the virus, and you got to reverse engineer it for the vaccine. Maybe you were more concerned with trying to get it up and running to perhaps, you know, you you have a little bit of an issue in in Hong Kong. You got a lot of people kind of giving you the finger um, that don't want to necessarily be part of China. 
Yeah, you know, you know, you have. You used to be able to just cut those fingers off. Probably are like kind of giving the old thumbs up back to British colonial rule, which I I don't think if we were to go and ask India, you know, hey, you want the British back? Um, I don't know if the answer would be yes. You see, it probably would be based on if it could be today. Now, don't get me wrong. What the British Empire did to India, whoo, read some books on that. That's some pretty horrible shit. But if you could have today's standard of Britain, maybe. I don't know. It's like, I think that's just part of the human animal. Like we're always just trying to set up these apartheid states, no matter where we go or what we do. You know, I don't think Australia um, wants to go back. I mean, tail is well, all I don't think Britain wants them back. Who sent them to Australia in the first place? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't, that the whole Australian accent is effectively like America's southern accents. <laughs> um. If you look at at this particular case with Hong Kong, I mean, for God's sakes, like the protests in Hong Kong. Well, this is stolen everyone's eyeballs. But what's weird though is like the Hong Kong protests. Like, I think a lot of people really, you know, taking it even a step deeper, a lot of people are just now learning about like, you know, how much Chinese dick American companies are sucking. And I mean that literally and figuratively. Like they will bend over backwards for them. Look at the NBA with the whole Hong Kong protest, right? Right now, the NBA has the fucking stones to go out there and talk about you know socially consciousness and all that, da, 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 da. but yet you completely condone what China's doing over there. It's like Nike when you come out like with the Colin Kaepernick ad. Now, whatever side of the fence somebody falls on Colin Kaepernick. I think we can all agree that when a company comes out with an ad of his face, one of the most polarizing figures we've seen in the last five years, stand for something or stand nothing at all, right? And then their sales skyrocket. So they have to hire more six-year-olds to make their shoes. It's a bit hypocritical. That would be the question, right? Is... Right now, we're seeing the stock market drop, which is a good buying opportunity as well. Well, I mean, it's not dropping. It's really not. As of the 22nd, for those who are listening, 2020, 227 points today, the Dow Jones. Um, You know, it's, it's a great buying opportunity. Especially if you're looking at uh, companies that rely on China, the apples of the world. That's true. I mean, you go on Amazon, I would challenge you to find anything that is made in the U.S. um, or anything that is not made in China. Um, Very, very few things, right? So... If you, we'll, we'll get this. Sorry to cut you up, but you got me thinking about markets, and I did some research on this uh, about two weeks ago. Um, this is as a, as of the uh, the twelfth of February. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read down some statistics here. This is how the market reacted to other 
pan, uh, epidemics, pandemic, pandemic. I think we should qualify that a little late, but hey, epidemic, one country, one continent, or one continent. Pandemic, it's a little oh, more elastic of a definition. As far as I understand, we'll go with it. That's fine. Yeah, well, I'm a little bit of an idiot, so that'll work. But if you take the market, so take SARS. This happened from, uh, there were 38 trading days when the SARS virus dropped. The S, This is based purely on the S&P 500, but it dropped 12.8%. Avian flu, 141 trading days, dropped by 6.9%. MERS, Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome, 43 days of trading, dropped by 7.3%. Ebola. 23 days of trading, 5.8%. Zika virus, 66 days of trading, dropped by 12.9%. And coronavirus, as of the 12th of February, the market was up 1.4%. Now, I think that's since leveled off, but then you also look at what the Central Bank of China has been doing. They pumped in like $500 billion into that economy. That's a pretty big prop. Well, you know, Looking at the markets, like that's, it's it's funny. They always want to say, you know, like the the stock market is the biggest indicator of the health of our economy and X, Y, and Z. And, and uh, I don't know about you, but uh, I I think that's a big pile of dead monkeys for sale. Like that's kind of a bullshit thing because the stock market's at twenty nine thousand. Okay, do you know anybody that's making a ton of money on it? I don't. Um, but not. Personally, but I know of people. Yeah, yeah. I, the Secretary of the Treasury, Steve Mnuchin. Um, I'm sure he's doing well. But uh, hey, I started. You have advanced knowledge of what's happening. Sure. Getting tomorrow's newspaper today, man. It comes in handy. Um, but I started doing some kind of some digging on this, and I wanted to see, like, because it, it just didn't make sense to me. Like, why is the fucking market going up? Why? I, I couldn't get my head around it. I mean just from a supply chain standpoint alone, it should be going down. So I started tracking back and, and what I found is this is objectively speaking, this is a couple of weeks ago, but uh, this is based on um, just the S and P 500. So it's uh, let's see. Hold on. So keep in mind, the S and P 500 is the top 500 companies in the U S. So the right. big companies that have, May or may not have. Well, probably all of them have, but some type of connection to to China, whether it's supply chain. Well, it's all going to be supply chain, right? You can't get your one dollar doodads without China being involved. Well, it's your Cogswell Cogs and your Spacely Sprockets, and and of all the countries in the world, none are more heavily dependent upon it than America. So much so to the tune of. Literally, the 35% of all intermediate products come from China, right? So that means I'm trying to build product X, but I need this part. This part comes from China. 35% of everything that this country makes requires a part from China in some way, shape, or form. Uh, Canada is next on the list at 20%. So it's China's pretty goddamn important. I mean, they make everything over there. Including bioweapons. <laughs> um, but uh, so looking at the market and kind of what it did. So this is tracked back over the, the other pandemics and uh, epidemics and uh, coughing and sneezing, right? Take SARS. 
there were 38 trading days during stars during SARS and uh, the S and P 500 dropped 12.8% bird flu 400 or 141 trading days. It dropped 6.9%. The MERS 43 trading days. It dropped 7.3%. Ebola. We had 23 trading days and it dropped 5.8%. Zika. Trading for 66 days and it dropped 12.9%. And and now obviously there's a shit ton of other factors that play into it, but this is just kind of the, the basics of it. Take coronavirus. And when uh, I looked this up, we've been trading for 17 days and it was up 1.4%. Now it's just started to go down a little bit, but you also look at the Chinese market, it was going up. And you find out that the Chinese central bank injected $500 billion in liquidity into that market. Now that sounds like a pretty big ass stopgap measure to me. So you're going not from the first reported case, which is on New Year's Eve, right? Mm-hmm. You're going from more of when it became. Everybody knew about it. This was on the right. 12th of February. You know, and now everybody knows about it now and it's still the Dow is still at like 29 grand or something like that. Um, I mean, as a data point, right. Uh, um, Apple, which I think we'd agree was being the most valuable company in the world. Um, its stock price on 31st, which is when the first report case kind of came through, right? The no big deal from the China perspective. This is nothing to see here, folks. Was uh, $293.65 for one share as of close of business on the 21st, which is Friday, is $313.05. If I were to go look at the 12th um, of February, it was at $327.20. So it's gone down. It's gone down $10, you know, since that time. Well, here's a little, something that's a little bit weird. Take a Take Amazon, right? So, old Jeff Bezos, who I, for one, believe that he is a good and ethical man. <clears throat> Have you seen that deep fake yet of uh, the cage from the original series, Star Trek, um, where they deep faked him into the aliens that were keeping um, Captain Pike? around and they deep faked uh, Elon Musk onto Captain Pike. I don't know what any of that means, but I'm going to watch it. No, so you it. should watch it. You should watch it. Star Trek, deep fake, Jeff Bezos. See that. And then watch the original. And oddly enough, the faces aren't that different. Um, so he fits in perfectly. So, you know, I mean, if I were watching it, I'd be like, nah. If it's the original, I would not. Uh, well, if you were if you were to fake. buy Amazon, like what do you think? Just off the top of your head, what do you think Amazon's trading at right now? Uh, about two grand. Two grand. Twenty one hundred. Twenty one hundred. <clears throat> That's a uh, remarkably close. I, I I would imagine you have that on a screen in front of you. But if you don't, here's the weird part. Jeff Bezos. Just I don't. It's, it's, it's just where I sit around. Going, <laughs> Why didn't I buy Amazon? early when I used to shop there for books and they only sold books uh, much like my parents neglected the opportunities to buy Microsoft if you grew up in Seattle 
there are a lot of opportunities that people will come up to you and talk about of stock options, opportunities to invest that they missed out on. And oh, as of today, heard. they'd be they'd be millionaires. And yeah. Well, and to quote uh, the the uh, the wonderful Tia Carrera from Wayne's World, then if a frog had wings, he wouldn't bump his ass when he hopped. We've all heard the stories of the million dollar secretaries at Microsoft. Frankly, they can go fuck themselves. But specifically Jeff Bezos and Amazon, he just dumped a $1.8 billion worth of stock, I believe. Was that for the uh, $120 million house in LA? Is it 120 Something like that? Something ridiculous? That... Yeah, like 124 something like that. But no, I mean, at any rate, like, okay, it's a $124 million house. That's just... I'm going to say that again. It's a hundred and $24 million house. So that in and of itself is just so fucking crazy to me that that exists. And... It's got a view though. Oh, it's well, about the view. Yeah. Uh, location. Yeah. Where's the location? It's its own state. <laughs> um, so he sells off $1.84 billion worth of Amazon stock on February 6th. What's very odd to me though, is if you look at this, Okay, and on the eighth, so on the sixth, it was at two thousand fifty dollars. Okay, so why don't you look at it on? How about January thirtieth? On the thirtieth, it was uh, let's say eighteen hundred seventy-one. If we round up, it jumps from eighteen seventy on the thirtieth to two thousand forty-one on the thirty-first. That's a pretty big ass jump. Frankly, it's the biggest jump it's had in ever, so far as I can tell, from an idiot's perspective, just looking at the ticker. That's a big ass jump. And we know how important. I mean, who out there hasn't like had something show up at their house that you ordered six months ago and it shows up from China? You're like, oh, fuck. I forgot I ordered that. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I think the closest jump that I could see that's like within like that month would be December 5th at about 17, 1751. So yeah, he takes his big ass jump. It's about 1898. So about another, you know, that's kind of $200 a share jump, which is ridiculous. So this thing kicks off on the, what it's been, this, this thing has been burning for a month. Wuhan is already in lockdown mode. Like, the stock market should have been taking an absolute beating and should be taking an absolute beating right now. Again, think 35% of all products made require an intermediate part from China. Now, Occam's razor would say that you already had ships in the water, uh-huh. you know, when it was discovered or when it was, you know, kind of becoming an issue and we're going to China. Um, well, those ships, it's a three-week journey. Right. So, I mean, you're probably talking what any kind of supply chain hits would come, yeah, you know, end of quarter one, beginning of quarter two, right? So the next quarter of business is going to be knock on wood horrific. It's not going to be good. I mean, and look at like Foxconn, the company that, that yeah, I don't know if 
the listeners out there have never heard of the uh, the suicide nets they installed uh, around the factories. Yeah, that was Foxconn. That's a company that makes the iPhone you're probably listening to. And the working conditions over there are so abysmal that people were flinging themselves off of the building to avoid it. But to be fair, the coronavirus has now allowed them to have a nice little break from work. That's a very good point. I think um, keep, they're probably assembling the iPhone 12 at home. That's true. You know. Um, uh, speaking of which, you know, make sure you're on the iPhone upgrade plan. You know, nice to be able to get a new iPhone every year. Um, just don't think about what it takes to get that new iPhone every year from both um, personal debt and uh, moral debt. Hey, the cost of globalism is high. And just like that steak you probably ate this week, don't think about all the shit that went into that. Best not to think about it. Hey, but- I know... Where my meat comes from. I happen to go and get grass-fed beef from a local farm. Do you get to look it in the eye before it's murdered? I look at their brothers and sisters <laughs> who have seen the murder of their former... Oh, they let the family watch. That's good. That's good. Hey. But uh, I would like to hoard or lord that hey. over everyone. So Circle of life. Grass-fed beef is great. Um, I suggest everyone try some. Well, you know, me, I'm more of a fan of uh, infected monkey steaks, but again, that's neither here nor there. Um, here's a fun fact. Medications. Something that nobody's really talking about, but Wuhan specifically creates 80% of America's medications. And everybody out there listening probably knows at least five or ten fuckfaces that are slamming Paxil like it's their job. It's going to be pretty interesting. They say about three weeks from today, the 22nd of February, we're going to be in shortages. So uh, if you are a fuckface taking Paxil, start breaking them in half would be my advice. Or move to the generic because those are probably made in India. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's weird. It's like, you know, say this thing doesn't murder everybody bleeding out of their eyes. Just the the global economy and supply chain of everything and our way of life is an, it's a pretty big threat by this. It is. So um, I would suggest do all your Amazon shopping now. Um, do any shopping that you need now. Um, things will start getting more expensive. Well, and here's the thing. Um, kind of looking at this, not in the panic standpoint, but... Uh, when this whole thing kicked off and I went into my little feverish panic about it, I'm like, I need to get some masks. I'll get some masks. That'll make me feel better. I can just shoot down to Home Depot. Huh. Go to Home Depot, giant hole where the masks are. Now, keep in mind, this is about a m- month ago. And keep in mind that Home Depot's masks are really for painting, not so much. Oh, no. The, N95s. the end of the world. No, that's that's where you go. You don't go to Walgreens. The N95s are at Home Depot. I assure you. But I go to the next Home Depot, big fucking hole there. I went to Walmart, big fucking hole there. I get to the third Home Depot and they have a sign up limit 10 per customer. So and you're then, saying that Home Depot is the preppers? Haven, I always thought that was Cabela's. Well, that's a very fair point. But like I said, have you seen the price of a shotgun? I have seen a mask. I, I'm just saying that in my <laughs> in my head when I think about end of the world i need to defend my house i don't think home depot 
I think of camping supplies and shotguns and MREs and such. I hate Cabela's. We're yeah, not sponsored by Cabela's yet, but however, they're listening. Well, I, I'm more of a Bass Pro Shop, my guy. But uh, hey, luckily, you know. Bass Pro Shop bought Cabela's, so really, kind of the same company. Price of globalism is high. That's true. <laughs> no, I mean, again, like this shit's flying off the shelf, and people, somebody out there's paying it. Now, I, I don't know. Not speaking of of masks, like, are, are they being all sent back to China? There's massive shortages everywhere, and it's only gotten worse since then. Because again, most of the shit is made in China. So, and I've read that a lot of them have been sent. Oh yeah, to San Francisco, uh, Vancouver areas with large Chinese populations. Um, you know where folks could have come. In. I mean, they can't come in now because we've canceled all the flights. But uh, that's why I've read it. You have things that have been canceled. All kinds of well, look trade at the shows. But again, nothing to see here. It's just the flu. It's just uh, the flu's worse. But okay, you're canceling. You canceled the largest smartphone convention. You canceled Facebook's convention in San Francisco. Which and isn't this, a bad thing. You don't need San Francisco. You don't need Facebook out there doing anything. Yeah, but if we could get all of them sick at the same time, let's do it. Um, That's true. But I don't think um, I don't think Zuckerberg's going to be there. I think he's too busy. Um, Charging up his batteries before his next congressional interview. Eerily sipping water out of a cup, feigning human emotion. Yes. Yeah, but if, if you ever. Well, hold on. This is the weird part, right? So all this shit's getting canceled, and it's it's all the whole flu. It's just the flu. There's nothing to see here. Blah 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 blah. Right, but all this shit's getting canceled, and if you look at how this thing spreads, and just the the bases around it i mean you can be i've heard it can live it can live to the ripe old age of 27 years on the surface in the right temperature you know you could be asymptomatic for nine years and still spread it like yep just the amount of i i don't know is it nefarious or is it just incompetence as to how the fuck this thing is spread everywhere cases are jumping up all over the place look at those poor bastards on the cruise ship so you're saying lysol isn't enough only if you drink it it Only also was a former usage was as a douche, which uh, is a horrific story if you go and look at the, the burning. I have seen a lot of cancellations. I, as a pro wrestling fan, there's a lot of, and fight fan, there's a lot of empty arena matches, fights, um, MMA, pro wrestling, whatever, happening in Japan. Uh, obviously, they're more courteous and will, will wear a mask. I was actually just there right when I left, actually right after, right before coronavirus was kind of a big thing. Make my lucky stars that we have to leave um, before it started really spreading. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's lots of cancellations of even things in, I think even in around San Francisco, um, they've been canceled just because of not wanting to have large groups of people gathered. Um, which I don't know could be considered to be semi going back to the racistness of there might be Chinese people there. We don't want to be around them. Well, and, and just again, exposing my own hypocrisy when I was in full fever pitch on this thing, I went to, uh, I was at Walmart, I believe trying to 
pick up, you know, apocalypse supplies. And I saw a, uh, an old Asian woman in a wheelchair being pushed by what I can only presume is her son, younger Asian man. Um, she was wearing a mask and my initial reaction was, Oh God, I'm fucking dead. It took about a quarter second and I came to my senses understanding that, well, you know, in most Asian cultures, it's actually polite if you are sick to have a mask on so you don't fucking infect everybody. But in the States, you were, you put a mask, you you know, people are getting beat up for this. I wear a mask. I said I was in Japan a month ago. Anyone who had even the slightest cough was wearing a mask out of courtesy and respect for the people that are around him. Well, sure. and that's that's why we're doing this remote because you were just in Japan a month ago, and I can't be too sh- careful. Yeah, that's 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 true. I mean, I'm not dead yet. I haven't started coughing or having any kind of um, adverse effects. Oh, I went through a month of well, about a month now, where every cough I hear, it's like, oh god, it's coming. Like genuinely, this thing sucks. It is terrifying. It is. It is terrifying. Um, which is kind of where I, I'm kind of curious about where did it come from, the vectors that it has. I still, I still, from my conspiracy brain, just still kind of look at. Okay, it it seems to affect Asians more than wider black people. Is that because, you know, they're eating a different type of bat there than we eat over here? Um, or is it because there's something nefarious, right? China has a lot of issues with all those countries that, you know, I feel rightfully so have some issues with what China claims as their property. Well... They have a lot of anger towards Japan, rightfully so. Uh, you know, there's Korea, which is a competitor in multiple ways. There's Hong Kong, which we talked about, right? Taiwan, you know, we pretty much fuck Taiwan. Um, you're ours. Um, could you have a bioweapon that is designed to perhaps be a weapon towards these countries? You know, it, not necessarily today, but at a later date, you have to look at why did the, the administration, the State Department, override the CDCs? Well, and that's the big thing. Take that right there. Okay, the CDCs. These are our best eggheads. We've collected them all, and we've put them in the place. And their job is to make us not die. They're, again, the smartest people we have in the fields of epidemiology, biology, zoology, X, Y, and Z. Smartest people we got. We should probably listen to them. Yeah, no, fuck that. They don't know what they're talking about. And we chose not to. We brought back folks from the U.S. that were on the Diamond Princess in Japan. uh, Supposedly quarantined, you know, the sick versus the the non-confirmed, I should say confirmed versus non-confirmed cases. We haven't had anyone die yet, but one would have to think, why would you go against the CDC's warning if you're the State Department? Are you curious about this disease? Do you want to harvest this disease? Do you want to investigate this disease? 
Well, it's not even that. Like, think about it, man. I grew up in the 80s. Like, when I took a flight, there was a 50-50 shot. I'd have an open seat next to me. There was about eh, 30% chance I'd get the whole fucking row. Now, you can't even get a seat next to you on a goddamn Corona flight. Like, I just put healthy people in there, too. Yep. I mean, if you think about it, so the reason why I get kind of curious, right, is the U.S. has had 35 confirmed cases, right? Zero deaths. Which is good, right? We don't want anyone to die. Iran, 28 cases, 5 deaths. Well, and what about... South Korea, 556 cases. What about Italy? They're, they're, they're about to blow up. Yeah, I've, I've seen some of some Twitter stuff about like lockdowns, but I haven't been able to confirm that from any kind of... Depending on how you consider it to be a reputable source. Um, a reputable source that said that they've gotten into... A lockdown. I think Italy's what seventy nine cases, two deaths. But we don't know what exactly what, who and what those folks are. Are they Asians that happen to be in Italy? Are they Italians that are actually infected and, and have died? Are they Italians that are really good at math? I mean, who knows? Who knows? Maybe it's an egghead disease. Which, if so, I'm glad that by memorizing lines from The Simpsons, lines from other TV shows that I've forgotten everything I learned in high school algebra. I feel like I'm safe. Yep. I worry for my daughter who is, you know, still in school, so she's learning math. Doomed. Um, Doomed. She's probably screwed. I know. Doomed. uh, Doomed. Yep. I I don't know. I mean, now think about this too, though. If you look at like this could this just be the ultimate distraction? Because again, a lot of people were just woken up. Shit, myself included. I had no idea how how absolutely gangster China was getting down. And you know, they put in uh, Winnie the Flu, Xi Jinping. He gets in there, and he's appointed for lifetime presidency. Putin, effectively lifetime president. So what I always viewed as not necessarily our enemies, but our biggest competition being Russia and China. They can all of a sudden play the long game. Whereas any American, what do you have, eight years maximum as your administration? And the first four, you spend sucking dick trying to get elected for the next four. And then maybe you could do some policy. And then, wow, you're two years into your second term and fuck, I don't know. Anybody out there ever put in two weeks on a job? You don't really give a shit. But all of a sudden, everybody's getting like the whole Hong Kong thing really brought a lot of attention. You know, we're finding out that, you know, just how much these American companies will bend over backwards for that sweet, sweet China money. How many movies for God's sakes, just the other day I was watching abominable with my, uh, with my kids. And I'm like, Oh, this is a, about China, huh? But there's gonna be a lot of propaganda in there. And sure enough, abominable dreamworks caught a ton of shit because of the, the nine dash line, you know, it puts on a big map and it's effectively this map that shows, Oh, this is all China when it's not. And it was banned in a bunch of countries. Top Gun Part 2, the uh, original jacket had, uh, I don't know, what was it? The uh, Some flag that China didn't like, and they took it out. Like, they will shoot movies. They will shoot 45, they, for, Iron Man, 25 minutes of extra footage just to get into China. Transformers. Yeah, yeah, maybe this thing is just like, uh, fuck, panic button. We're, gonna, we're just going to do this now because shit got too hot. We're going to create this massive diversion. We're going to take back Hong Kong. We're going to sweep and clear type of thing. 
And to be fair, I mean, I think with social media, we've seen the Chinese actors, right, in Hong Kong as protesters, as pro some of these laws that, you know, China was really backing. Um, you've, you've seen a lot of iffy things coming out of out of Hong Kong that, you know, I mean, I don't know, conspiracy-wise, if you think it's China's doing or China's behind it, but... You, I you mean the, the rash of suicides that uh, that happened and yeah. all those protesters got really sad. All yeah. those suicides that happened to be, hey, he shot himself in the back of the head. Well, and yeah. how, how, how have we gotten this far into this and not even mentioned the whistleblowing doctor? You know, this poor bastard, he tries to warn the world about this. Oh, my God, we've got some serious shit going on here. Ah, this is really bad. The, the Communist Party of, did not like that. They shut that shit down real quick. Now, to be, to be correct, terminology-wise, at least, it's the People's Democratic Republic of China. That's right. That's, 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 fair. that's very fair. Um, uh, I don't know how you have a democratic republic because those are two separate things, but it sounds nice. Well, and the 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 deaths of the senior staff there. So there's this whistleblowing doctor, 34 years old. He dies. Um, just to, just last week, the hospital director of Wuhan dies of coronavirus. Like this thing is no fucking joke. But then you also see him putting together these ma- – and, and, and I started getting, again, really worried reading in between the lines. I'm like, just the flu. But they're building these hospitals that have 30,000 beds. They're building them in a week. Hmm, never seen that for the flu. They're building nine more of these things. Like I don't think this, I don't think this thing is anywhere near done. And you're talking about the, the virus. The 10-day yeah. hospitals that are managed to, to build. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, here, here's a, I, listen to this. This is as of 16 hours ago today, February 22nd. Again, New York Post, don't buy China's story. The coronavirus may have leaked from a lab. An, at an emergency meeting in Beijing held last Friday, Chinese leader Xi Jinping spoke about the need to contain the coronavirus and set up a system to prevent similar epidemics in the future. A national system to control biosecurity risks must be put in place, quote, to protect the people's health, Xi said, because lab safety is, quote, national security. Xi did not actually admit the coronavirus, or Xi didn't actually admit the coronavirus is now devastating large swaths of China had escaped from one of the country's bioresearch labs, but the very next day, evidence emerged suggesting this is exactly what happened. Ministry of Science and Technology released a new Directive entitled Instructions on Strengthening Biosecurity Management and Microbiology Labs that Handle Advanced Viruses Like Novel Coronavirus. Read that again. It sure sounds like China has a problem keeping dangerous pathogens in test tubes where they belong. I don't even think they belong in test tubes, but that's just me. Wow. Yeah, dude, I don't know, man. I'm pretty well convinced this fucking thing was goddamn man-made.
Well, you know, and before before I pack it in on this uh, you know inaugural podcast, I went through and uh, just ran a quick Google search. Right, sitting here February twenty second. Talked a lot about a lot of crazy shit. Is that the uh, don't but listen again, to China? Just googled <laughs> it. Top story that came up is from the New York Post, which a decent source, right? Um, but to be fair, the article. The, the New York Post is yeah. a interesting. Yeah, don't paper. buy China's story. Right. The coronavirus may have yeah. leaked from a lab. Here's the article. It is. I'm not saying it isn't. I'm just saying it's a it's an interesting paper. Well, sure. I mean, but it's somewhat reputable, right? I mean, you got U.S. You know, you got Tom Cotton, a U.S. senator from Arkansas, who's shouting this thing was a bioweapon. And this this article, here's what it says. It says that an emergency meeting held in Beijing last Friday, Chinese leader Xi Jinping spoke about the need to contain the coronavirus and set up a system to prevent similar epidemics in the future. A national security control biosecurity risks must be put in place to, quote, protect the people's health, Xi said, because lab safety is, quote, a national security. Xi didn't actually admit the coronavirus devastating large swaths of China had escaped from one of the country's bioresearch labs, but the very next day emerged, or evidence emerged, suggesting this is exactly what happened as the Chinese Ministry of Science and Technology released a new directive entitled Instructions on Strengthening Biosecurity Management and Microbiology Labs that Handle Advanced Viruses like the no- yeah. Novel Coronavirus. I mean, I think it's, it's a pretty uh, wordy title. Yeah, that's, that's where I go back to. It sounds but, like someone tripped over the power cord, whatever that equivalent you is, fucked in, a, up. in a bioresearch lab. And, uh, yep, yeah, and shit got out. I mean, I think I just saw today that um, as of 9 a.m., yeah. Israeli time. Tripped over a dead uh, monkey. And 180 that? students were in isolation after being exposed to some South Korean tourists, right? It's kind of starting to explode over in South Korea. And South Korea is a Asian country, right? I mean, that, supposedly, um, you know, when I was in Japan, most of the people around me were Asian, which was a Surprise for me. Lots of Asians in Asian countries. Used to white people. Uh, But then again, Korea is very close to to China. So it's kind of... But what... Asian countries have to be close to each other. So it may be... We'd have to get a very big flashlight to shine the light on them. Here's the thing that's freaking me out. I mean, imagine those poor bastards in North Korea. They're praying to dear leader right now. Good God. I mean, that, ugh. Yeah, this, this whole thing just, yeah, he's probably, I guarantee you, I know one thing to be as consistent as gravity, he has announced that he has a vaccine and a cure. I guarantee it. The best cure would be the, It's going to be a great cure. I wish I could do a good Trump, but I can't. But it's going to be tremendous. <laughs> but I think from a <laughs> the best cure you've ever seen. You say that. Yeah, all we do is, you know, what it, not it takes a cell wall to be anything and it a bigger wall. <laughs> let's mess with the elections in the, in the U.S. type of uh, 
perspective. It's too early for that. No, I mean that's forty forty eight dimension chess opinion type of shit. As a podcast in all reality, if generally you know, if, if I was uh, forced to give my uh, my yeah. As a jerk-off sitting in my basement, um, yeah, I would say that this thing was a lab-created virus based so? on how goddamn contagious you, it is. Would you say it's aerosolized that you and, uh, that and, and they were particular virus halfway through the process? I mean, somebody dropped uh, the beaker. The Asian neighbors, you know? I don't, but you got, I don't see that. You got San Francisco. I, I think it's just a numbers here, game. I right? think it's just, Vancouver, again, BC, where there are a lot of Asians in Asia. Who's got this the most? I think if this thing broke out of... That's uh, true. That's what I'm saying. It's like the coming back and forth. You you would feel that... Set. So well, the point and again, I'm who travels to Asia? Asians. Vancouver, Seattle. And then they fly home. Have large Asian populations. I mean, yeah. the United States has only had 35 cases and. When did we stop um, plane flights from China? It was what, probably the beginning of February, right? So, wouldn't you say that by the end of this month or early March would really kind of tell us what kind of the vector might be? Like, if we stop those those flights and we still kind of are tracking towards thirty five cases, and in a month we're at seventy five cases. But China and Korea and both Koreas are going well. For you here in from North Korea, are going up. What does that that mean? Does it mean that it's just not traveling well, or is it targeted? South China, South China Sea. You got. I can't so imagine have a lot of, the juice I doesn't mean, seem worth the squeeze to me at that point. Um, be China, you I think look you over at Japan. How do you do that? Japan? I'm not saying that this is something that they were planning to release today, but as a bioweapon, could it be something that you would sit there and go and you know you're you'd look at your immediate sphere of influence? Well, well, they, they, the, yeah, the true. It depends on who you, you know. They, they didn't call it Japan, the back rub of Nanking. Not quite a rape. I believed it was called the rape of Nanking. So it's kind of a consent. They've got thing some if you're beef, Japanese, Japan. Confusion, really. Yeah. Well, it was like, uh, depending how you feel about Japan. And how they view certain so things. So it's like Perhaps. you did it, and then she was totally down, but then the next day she felt bad about it and cried rape. Is that one of those things? <laughs> well, based on the, based so, on the books I've read about, so that's uh, where Korea I Japan, go back. To... Which I can pluralize it because I have read two. Uh, yeah, they did some pretty horrendous. No, I, I, I'm shit talking to the Nanking. Asian countries in general. Anyone who's got Taiwan, right? But it wouldn't be for Japan. If Taiwan, anything, Hong Kong. Sure. Um, I can give you that. Are part of Japan, but, or China, so they're not really a, an issue. 
Those goddamn Mongolians. We'll, we'll put air quotes around sovereign. Um, uh, Mongolia. Mongolia, that's the. No, no, no. Sure. Uh, sovereign. You just have to wonder. I would just wonder because when I, when I personally look at it, <laughs> they're nomadic horse archers. And I go, okay, leave be. You have. There are a lot of expatriates in all these countries. It seems to be Asian. It seems to be that. <clears throat> The State Department, which, you know, I mean, depending on how deep you want to get into the conspiracy of who really would like these people flown back if they are infected versus leaving them on the Diamond Princess, which was the, the cruise ship, right, where all the Japanese people, the far more Japanese people are infected than the uh, the Americans on board. Why would we not want to bring them back and perhaps harvest the virus, study it, and and look and see, and like well, try yeah, to see this our intellectual property. Maybe we want to steal a little bit of theirs, which is a targeted bioweapon that we could then turn around and use against China in a you know future war if it ever ever happened. I mean, why would why would the State Department and Trump and everyone else override the CDC while still trying to? cut their budget and do all that kind of this stuff if it wasn't important to get them back. That's true. It may not be the, and this might be the deep state. This might be more of the CIA. This See, I think that's giving the administration down, a lot of credit. And I think they're just a bunch of not fucking morons. You know, the, the folks that Trump has in, in those positions. Well, I mean, and it, and again, even just back to China as as them creating the bioweapon, like they've laid out their plans. Like I said earlier, like that, you know, Xi Jinping would whack half the population to get Hong Kong back, or even I've heard theories that uh, I have it's only killing the older people. That have and think about it: if you, how much uh, would they save on medical costs if they could whack out everybody over the age of so that 60, would you know, somewhat. Counter that this is a bioweapon targeted towards Hong Kong, which most of the protesters are on the youngish side of of life. Well, but yeah, just like the, uh, the whistleblowing know, doctor, I mean, trip, he was the first one to, prevent, to, to present the, the symptoms of bullet fucking bullet holes off. in the forehead. You know, a ceiling, a wall, <laughs> hits you in the back of the head. What are you supposed to do? Except fall forward on your gun. Or just like that South Park episode. Um, the you shoot again. And, uh, scientists yeah, get you shoot again. You shoot yourself until, twice uh, in the head like some journalists do. After about five agonizing minutes of watching him shoot himself in the head. But How true. So, I mean, at, at this point. Yeah, but how eerily prophetic were they? Because California is pretty cool to the homeless. Well, I think we got to just let it un- unfurl, you know? 
I think I think we as as I think doom so. and gloom I think as it does sound. I think it you know humanity this, could very well be thought. on the edge of a edge of a knife right now. Based off what we know, two weeks is going to be very telling. Thirty first from the first report. Woo, not a big deal. Um, to today, where we're looking at second quarter impacts on you know um, the economies of the supply chain and everything else, I would say that I would lean towards a created weapon that may have come from Canada that had someone that tripped over the power cord. It got out. We had a doctor that tried to kind of sound the alarm. China being a democratic republic chose they voted and they decided, you know what, two slugs to the back of the head is the best way to, you know, deal with this. They all Um, got together and and they voted and they turned out He could be. I just don't think that this particular. What about the other doctor that just died? Accident. Was he getting a little too sass with the mouth? I would agree. I would agree. I think no. I mean, I think it's. I don't think it's an accident that, that was it supposed exists. To stay in I think it's an accident. This level four that containment that has all this filtered water and stuff, right and, but yet uh, suffered from a case of dumbassitis. That's true. Next thing we know, we'll have but, dinosaurs uh, uh, trying life, to life, eat our skulls. Yeah, life, life find, find, finds a way. It, 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 it does. That's true. <laughs> uh, Me and some of the velociraptors have constructed a crude land bridge to take us over to Venezuela. These things happen, man. And, and it's just like that's true. The fact that we're even here having I mean, this conversation and we haven't blown up the a other planet thing with nukes to think yet about, is which we didn't really baffling. cover that much. We've given um, the human history. So you take it out, man? it's just a matter of time. Is this a plan by the elite, the Illuminati, to perhaps you know, shave a little bit of the population off, right? You have someone like Trump who is perhaps being controlled by various videotapes, various other means of control, eliminating or reducing budgets on national health, right? Including the CDC, the DHS, NSC. The complex crisis fund was eliminated, and that was only $30 million when you compare it to what what we pay for one (coughs) jet the Navy, right? Funding um, some of these uh, responses to these type of issues. I mean, you'd have to wonder why would you cut from these programs that are designed to help us? Maybe, you know, some people might want some people to die.
Yeah, I mean, I think that's as simple as greed. I mean, imagine tomorrow if we stop the military spending. We have a $758 billion well, that's no annual ROI, though. military budget. And $20 billion would end homelessness and... <clears throat> Well, and that's that's it, you know. I I, I don't. <clears throat> so far as like you know, Trump's being controlled by videotapes or P tapes and German Scheiser films. I don't I don't buy any of that. I think he's a fucking muppet, and I think he's got the biggest case of megalomania we've ever seen. He, he's a violent narcissist. I, but it, you could you could think that, or I think they're just the other thought is that. As I don't know. The end is nigh. Let's just rob the fucking the rob the store, get into our bunkers. As part of the right? Michael Bloomberg and sixty billion dollars of cash. Um, what happens when you know the supply chain goes down? If if you're a company that relies on China, right? Well, pretty much anywhere in Asia, right, where they have children working to to build us stuff. Um, you know, that stock price drops, you know, I can buy that Apple at a discount. I can buy Comcast at a discount. I can buy, may not so much Amazon. I think Amazon, <coughs> excuse me, is well insulated from that in some ways. Um, you have the Samsungs there in Korea, you know, that need parts, both from Korea and from China. Um, these are all buying opportunities right now. I see stories about Hey, you know, this is not good, but this is an opportunity right now to buy because when this disease, this virus has burned itself out, you could have gotten in on a really great deal. I mean, exactly. So why not just, you know, take advantage, right? I mean, you could have bought Microsoft in the military in the industrial complex right now, you know. If we're not getting a lot of wars, well, we could always cause a global health epidemic, you know. And oh, well, I always find a war. Well, yeah, but think about this, even just, you know, historically speaking, as, as a student of history, take uh, the Black Death, right? Look at what that did from an economic standpoint. And, and there's more to it. That, now, obviously, they're not the same. The, the, the bubonic plague was bacterial. This is viral. Bubonic plague was not made in a lab in Wuhan, allegedly. But um, who did it kill? The, you know, the, the royals, or not the royals, just the, uh, the elites. And, and I feel we should qualify when we say Illuminati. What myself mean by that? I don't even like that term because, again, yeah, and they were good. They hated the Catholic Church, which was a monster, which will come full circle in a moment. But it killed the people who worked the fields. It whacked out all labor, right? And once it burned out, all of a sudden, I don't even plow my own fields no today. Labor. So the ones I that were hire someone to come negotiate for much higher prices, right? Because what you're not going to plow your own field, God. Heaven forbid, right? But <laughs> yeah. Well, I look at look at this, and then 
you take what it shook upside. Now, I don't think anybody can not look around and see that things are going swimmingly. It's pretty fucked up now. Income inequality, the yellow vest protests in France have been going on for 18 months, not so much as a peep of it on the news. So things are fucked up. Things were fucked up back then in the, quote, dark ages, right? Now, without the Black Death, you don't get the Protestant Reformation. Without the Protestant Reformation, you don't watch the Catholic Church have to let its stranglehold go a little bit. Right? Because everybody believed in the church and listened to everything they had to say. And then, I'm doing everything you're telling me. Everybody's dying. Maybe you're not all-knowing. Hence, Protestant Reformation and X, Y, and Z. And it's not like there's not too many leaps that you have to jump to get to, yes, without the Black Plague, there is no Martin Luther. He doesn't do that, right? So, maybe this could be... I mean, you could look kind of at kicks this it off as and get to, an opportunistic, you know, shake up the board a little bit situation for certain people, right? And, and it's not going to be the people that have no health care. They're fucked. Um, yep. So. Mm-hmm. Everybody right. in the fields. Um, because we don't fucked. want productivity and you can't get out of it either you yeah, can't bring you yourself can look out building to avoid ways, it because you know, we put when you look in. at these stories that come out eh, who controls the narrative right well what I, when i was born in the year of our lord in 1980 there were over 790 independent media outlets, right? Major ones, I guess you could say. Print, airwaves, X, Y, and Z. Now, there are five, right? So, Jeff Bezos didn't buy the Washington Post because he loves news. He bought the Washington Post because he wants to control the narrative. And if you don't believe me, I'd encourage you to read the Afghan papers that were published in the Washington Post. And they just so happened to be published in the Washington Post two weeks after the Pentagon announced it was not going with Amazon for their cloud services, but in fact going Absolutely. with Microsoft. That and was a fun time you you control the narrative. Can, you know, you control the people. A different spin on a story. You look at the stock market. You see that you know twenty the twenty three thousand people added. As of this weekend, I guarantee you, Monday, the stock market's going to go down, right? Because they're going to look at productivity. The minute that something positive comes up, you know, after I've bought those stocks, hey, I just made a little bit of money, right? And I can, I can sell it. One would have to look at Amazon and wonder why their stock hasn't been hit near as hard as a lot of others. Granted, they aren't necessarily manufacturers. But a lot of the stock of things they carry is made in China. Uh, China. China. And, and that's, you know, if anybody has stuck with us this long, they're, I'm speaking directly to you, that one person probably a truck driver, probably bored, probably wondering why you haven't swerved your big rig into oncoming traffic, listening to the sound of my nagging baritone. 
But the big overarching theme of this show is going to be who's behind the curtain. And is it absolute chaos or is there a hidden agenda? Personally, you got little column A, little bit of column B, if you ask me, that is. But I think in this case, particularly, we are using Hanlon's razor, and I which is would agree. don't blame nefariousness, uh, where you can blame competence. That we're using Hanlon's razor to different. slit our own fucking and wrists. We're taking advantage of it from uh, the perspective of the United States by flying folks back from the uh, Diamond Princess to take a look at that virus a little closer. I know, and that was Hollywood, written by liberal elites. For God's sakes, man, now they we impregnated got people that Sigourney really Weaver <laughs> with a xenomorph to try to bring it back. This is just uh, You know, someone would have to go back and look. Uh, might have been Weinstein's baby. Not really being his baby, but... Uh, was that produced by Weinstein? Allegedly, yes. Mm, that's, uh, that's a different podcast. Yep, see? Oh, you mean the one that he made Sigourney Weaver get an abortion on, allegedly? (laughs) Yeah, I don't think there's much else. I think that we've kind of explored it down every possible vein that we could have went down. And that's Um, that, man. That's all I got. That's true. But the question is, is it a conspiracy or are we just illuminating? And if done correctly, it should have been completely erratic and all over the place like any good conspiracy is. You can have an incompetent conspiracy. You can have a cover-up. A cover-up in itself is a conspiracy. Well, and if you don't believe in conspiracies, you don't believe in America. Because a bunch of rich, slave-owning, aristocratic white males conspired to make this motherfucker. But at the same time, we're kind of pissed with them. But it helped us out. Oh. I know what you did. We know what you did. I don't really hate it because, again, I mean, I probably missed the glory years of the 50s and 60s of being a white male. But uh, but I know what you did. And again, you know, you look at all these things, the bioweapons, and I'll, I'll leave you with this, right? When they, when Oppenheimer and, and everybody else is, is doing the Manhattan Project and they're getting ready to detonate the first nuclear bomb, there was half of that team of scientists, again, the smartest eggheads in the world, that said, don't fucking do it. There is a very good chance that when you detonate that bomb, the and entire atmosphere of Earth will wrong. catch on fucking fire. And they did it anyways. Because yep. fuck those other guys. Thanks guys for uh, listening. We'll look at uh, the next podcast shortly. They were um, wrong and they never lived it down, I'm sure. But that's it. I'm out. That's true. We need a lot of listeners to be able to get any kind of ad advice. Um, Please help this become successful so we can bombard you with commercials at this point. And all those things happen to be in James's basement. And uh, this uh, this I'm episode was brought Josh, to you by Canned Food and Shotgun Shells. Not shotguns, because they're too expensive. The Cosperati Podcast. Thank you for listening, and we will talk again soon on the other side. <laughs> Bye-bye. 
Nip High Football Rules.